0: It's Friday, August 18th, 2023, and I'm Dave Sobel. Three things to know today. CISA's plan to enhance RMM security with industry collaboration. Generative AI hits the peak of inflated expectations. Gartner's 2023 hype cycle. And a rapid-fire analysis of AI adoption across enterprise, finance, retail, and more. This is the Business of Tech. The Cyber Defense Plan for Remote Monitoring and Management, a collaboration between the U.S. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Agency and industry partners, aims to address security issues with remote monitoring and management or RMM tools. RMM software has been increasingly exploited by hackers as a way to circumvent security systems and establish access to victim networks. The plan focuses on four main tasks. Vulnerability information sharing, industry coordination, end-user education, and advisory amplification. The plan seeks to expand the sharing of cyber threat and vulnerability information between the U.S. government and RMM industry stakeholders, while also implementing mechanisms for the community to, quote, mature scaled security efforts. In the announcement Wednesday, CISA said it worked with industry partners as part of the Joint Cyber Defense Collaborative to create a clear roadmap to advance security and resilience of the RMM ecosystem. Also included is this detail SMBs account for 6.5 million businesses and over 40% of US gross domestic product. Why do we care? I saw some pushback that this was slick marketing without substance. I'll disagree, as it's the attention to the ecosystem by CISA that I believe is the key reason to care. Software providers in this space are now not without oversight. That's a big deal. The collaboration included several MSPs, security vendors, and three major RMM players. There's an end-user education aspect to the guidance, too, which will be the product to consume by providers and then implement. It's a step in the compliance chain now, too, and so that's why we care. Generative AI has been placed on the peak of inflated expectations in the 2023 Gartner hype cycle for emerging technologies due To the sheer number of products claiming to have it baked in. Generative AI has been identified by Gartner as a subset of AI that will bring transformational benefit in the next two to five years. In addition to emergent AI, the Gartner release named other emerging tech trends, developer experience, pervasive cloud, and human-centric security and privacy. And I wanted to dig into the legal breakdown of the Federal Trade Commission's Civil Investigative Demand to OpenAI, the developer of ChatGPT, to investigate whether the company has engaged in unfair or deceptive privacy or data security practices. The CID contains 49 inquiries related to the company's business practices and requests 17 classes of documents. The current commission asserts that the FTC's statutory authority under laws, including section five of the FTC Act, the Fair Credit Reporting Act, and the Equal Credit Opportunity Act, grant it the ability to regulate the conduct of AI developers whose practices violate these laws. The other big framework this week was the Associated Press, who published guidelines for the use of generative AI in its newsroom. The publication does not view AI as a replacement for journalists, but rather a tool to be used with caution. Any result from a generative AI platform should be treated as unvetted source material and subject to AP's existing sourcing standards. The guidelines also prohibit the use of AI to alter photos, videos, or audio, and require staff to verify the veracity of any AI-generated content they use. The guidelines prohibit the use of generative AI to create publishable content, including images, and encourage caution to prevent the spread of misinformation. The AP's partnership with OpenAI has led to concerns that other outlets may view the AP's guidelines as a license to use AI more excessively or underhandedly. Why do we care? I think we're right at the top of the roller coaster, and frankly, have probably started down the slope into the trough of disillusionment. That said, it's a very fast ride. I hope you like roller coasters. The FTC's willingness to leverage existing laws should not be dismissed here. That's your legal framework to work with your customers around when considering AI, coupled with the equal employment laws I covered this week. Now, layer on the AP's guidelines. I found this entirely complementary to the co-pilot approach. AI-generated material is not source material. I use AI myself in summarization and never as a source. That simplification is again useful for your customers. Use those. Your value as a provider is in the implementation. Let someone else do the framework creation. I've been collecting a pile of industry data. So let's do a rapid fire lightning round. Performs. The insurance industry faces a demographic problem with two-thirds of agents over the age of 40 and only 11% under 30. While AI tools will help with outreach and customer service tasks, they can't force older agents to embrace change. The challenge for the industry is to get older managers to think younger and recognize the opportunity AI presents for growth and future profitability. According to a survey by KPMG, 70% of global retail industry executives believe generative AI will have the most transformational impact on marketing and sales, with 68% currently exploring AI's marketing uses. The survey also found that 66% of consumer and retail executives plan to use AI to analyze customer data and create personalized recommendations, while 64% will use it for trend and predictive analysis for inventory management. MasterCard's Signals report highlights five emerging use cases of generative AI in commerce – knowledge distribution, HR and trading, code writing, legal, cybersecurity, treasury, marketing, customer interfaces, and service delivery. The report also suggests that AI adoption rates are increasing, with 50% of companies using AI for at least one application in 2022, compared to just 20% in 2017. The five emerging use cases identified by MasterCard are enterprise, finance, small business, retail, and travel. A new report titled Generative AI, a channel impact analysis by JS Group and the ANS Group highlights the potential benefits of Generative AI for channel partners, including increased automation, improved personalization, and reduced costs. How are channel businesses benefiting from Generative AI? Those that used AI for sales prospecting and customer acquisition experienced a 50% increase in leads and a 52% increase in conversion rates, per the report. Additionally, effective personalization through AI integration can reduce acquisition costs by up to 50%. Why do we care? We're seeing first use cases for sure, and my hope with this data is that listeners can consider their customers' sectors and find ways to be effective. Partner Hero is an outsourcing company that goes beyond industry norms to prioritize employee empowerment, career growth, and quality performance. They pay above market salaries and have a management team that includes individuals from the startup world, making them more than just a service provider. They're also a thought partner for startups with flexible terms to let you scale quickly. And offices around the world for global coverage. You get a thought partner for your business with quality assurance baked into every program. You know I believe in outsourcing. It's what IT services is all about. If you're ready to bring in outside customer support help for your startup that feels like it's part of your existing team, check out Partner Hero. Head on over to partnerhero.com/businessoftech to book a free consultation with their solutions team. Mention you heard about Partner Hero from Business of Tech and they'll waive the setup fee. Thanks for listening. My wife is gonna love this combo. It's National Couples Day and National Fajita Day. So it looks like our date is all sorted. A reminder for Stitcher listeners, it's going away at the end of the month. Make sure you switch to any of the other podcast platforms There'll be a bonus episode this weekend, and I will talk to you again on Monday. Have a great weekend. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines posted at businessof.tech. Like the content? Support the show at patreon.com slash mspradio or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. If you want to reach our listeners, visit mspradio.com Slash engage. Part of the MSP Radio Network.